0: From MOSES, the Midwest Organic and Sustainable Education Service, this is the In Her Boots podcast, a show about women farmers cultivating the sustainable and organic agriculture movement and how she does it. My name's Lisa Kiverest, and I founded and lead the award-winning MOSES Rural Women's Project. I'm a farmer myself, running in serendipity with my family in Wisconsin, and I'm the author of Soil Sisters, a toolkit for women farmers. The In Her Boots podcast celebrates the collaborative spirit of us women farmers, sharing ideas and inspiration with each other. Whether you're a woman with a dream of starting your own farm or already have your hands deep in the soil, there's something for you here. This podcast series features women who have hosted one of our Moses In Her Boots workshops, offering you now the opportunity to share the In Her Boots experience virtually and meet these amazing women farmers. Right now, we have what we call a side dish episode, a shorter segment that focuses on a specific topic from a female farmer lens. Join Rachel Hirschberger of Clay Bottom Farm in Goshen, Indiana, as we talk about farming with young kids and how there's no magic formula or master plan for integrating family, but a lot of adjusting and joy in the process. We're here with Rachel Hirschberger at Clay Bottom Farm in beautiful Goshen, Indiana to chat and gain a little bit of her experience and insight on integrating family because you are busy here on the farm, but busy with a couple young, cute kids as well, right? That's right. right. Yeah. So tell us about your
1: family. Yeah. Well, Arlo just had his second birthday in June, so he's ripened into the air. He's a, yeah, right. Starting up is two years. And uh, Leander is six months old and he's a little sweetie pie. Um, so I often have I a saw kid him on my hips. Yeah, he's adorable. He's so cute. <laughs> so, yeah, I often have kids on my hips and while I'm cooking and doing the laundry and it takes up a lot of my time these days. So. so, for you and your husband, Ben
0: Hartman, I'm assuming having kids was always part of your life plan as well as your farm plan.
1: Um, actually, we kind of had thought that we might not ever have kids. <laughs> really? And then, I don't know, in the last couple of years, we just decided, well, hey, it's now or never. And so we went ahead and had one and we let, loved him and had another one. And so, yeah, we're loving it. So I, be it's open great. to <laughs> well, That's good to know. That's good to know. Because
0: we often have particularly women farmers in our Moses programming who know they want to have kids and mm-hmm. really perhaps overthink it through from mm. a planning perspective yeah. of when is the right time mm. and this and that. Yeah. But I don't know if there ever really is the perfect time to things. It's when you're ready, right? That's
1: right. Oh, there's pros and cons to having them early and late. Now that I have them, I can say that, I think. Um, yeah, sometimes I think, wow, if I had had them 10 years ago, I would have a different uh, a different kind of energy. Um, well, how old are you now, if I may ask? I'm 39. Oh, right. So, so yeah. you guys have been farming for
0: a couple years.
1: That's right. We've before. been... Yeah, we've been here at this property for eight years now. Um, So yeah, if I had had them when I was 29 or even earlier, I think um, I would have had more physical energy. But on the other hand, waiting until now, um, I'm able to stay at home and not have a job. So it's kind of a special way to raise kids just to be here full time. And I love it. Yeah,
0: no, I was in the same Mm -hmm. boat. I had our son Liam when I was in my late thirties and uh-huh. had been we'd been on the farm for five years and it okay. just it was the right time. Not yeah. some big master plan. But but integrating your kids into both the farm and your life is yeah. a real priority for you and Ben. That's right. So yeah. how is it something that you've just talked about a lot or is it something that you've evolved with or
1: mm-hmm. or
0: if you could even just share some specific examples yeah. of things you guys do or
1: with your kids? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um well We knew that if we did have kids that we definitely wanted to raise them on a farm. Um, So let's see. Here's an example. Um, We've been wanting to have chickens for about five years, but with vegetables, uh, we do full-time vegetable farming. And just realized that any kind of animal projects on the side always takes up time. So we waited to get chickens until Arlo is at the age where he can walk. So he's the egg guy now and he goes out every morning we do have to still go with him but um yeah he collects the eggs and he can participate in that way and it gives him something to do that he loves he talks about the chickens all the time um so that's one way that he contributes I had thought in the beginning that maybe I would do more of the field work with the kids out in the field, you know, playing by the side of the field or strapped onto my back. And that just hasn't panned out to work as well as I thought it had. I, I think I've probably been out in the fields maybe twice with Arlo um, and gotten anything of substance accomplished. <laughs> um, and now that there's Leander, the little one, I'm um, I, I, I very, very... I don't think I've been out there since he's been born. So that's been six months.
0: Have you adjusted some of your farm business plans or have things evolved over the last couple of years since you've had kids or the roles you play?
1: Yeah, the biggest change has been um, just how we've delegated the work. So really, um, Ben has always been kind of the field manager, I would say. But I've always been pretty involved in field work as well. Um, And so these past two years now I'm just exclusively doing bookkeeping and I'll get back into marketing at farmer's market probably in six months. It's kind of what we're thinking. Um, but for now I'm not even doing the marketing. We have, uh, we let our interns help out with that.
0: So, so. a question that we get a lot from beginning women farmers, again, who don't have kids, but want mm-hmm. kids is once you get into the farming side, it's hard to see even having kids like, how would I ever get this done? <laughs> you yeah. know, and it it can be scary and overwhelming, but what advice would you give to a, a truly beginning mama farmer, if you will, uh, when
1: she is feeling ready to cross that bridge, but scared of all that. Yeah. Well, it is pretty all consuming. Um, so I would say adjust your expectations. Um, because you're not going to get as much done. Um, and just become comfortable delegating. Um, if you have a partner, um, let them do the field work. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that, 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 I, I think that would be my, my best piece of advice. Yeah. What are some
0: rituals that you do on a regular basis with your kids on the farm? You would mentioned like you guys go for an evening walk.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, we want to include them in the field work, too. And since during when we're doing our production day, they're, they're just really more underfoot than anything. So one thing we've done is on nice evenings, we'll just take the boys out on the, on the farm and we'll walk around the fields and let them pick strawberries and figs when we can kind of monitor what they're doing. Um, and that's been a really fun way and relaxing way for them to get to know the farm and for us to, to be with them out in the fields. Excellent. Yeah. And do you have any help with the kids or? There... We have parents around um, and lots of family too, aunts sure. and uncles. So there's that. And then we have a former intern actually who lives close by and she comes once a week and helps out for just one morning.
0: And it's always amazing yeah. what you can get done. <laughs> yeah, <coming> I know. <laughs> I've heard of women farmers who do a lot of creative things when it comes to childcare or even bartering out yeah. CSA shares right. and things. But I I, I remember that myself. you it's always amazing what you can get done in those couple hours that you can uh, <laughs> What did we do with all that time before, right? Right.
1: <laughs> That's a, I have become so much more efficient with 10 minutes. It's amazing what one can accomplish in 10 minutes.
0: Excellent, yeah. excellent. So obviously no regrets, but uh, any final words of advice for beginning farm families like yours or things you learned along the way?
1: Well, for me, it's been just important to... Um, take the time that I need for the kids, because really they grow up so fast. I mean, even having a six-month-old and a two-year-old, it's like I, I just want to experience every minute, you know, with them. And so, it's it's good and beautiful if you can take the time to be with them as much as you can. You bet. <laughs> so, what does Arlo like to eat? Is he uh, he's Vegetable. an eater. <laughs> 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 he loves figs. He loves any kind of fruit. Uh, but he also loves vegetables and. He eats. (laughs) He'll eat anything. Oh, that's great. That's great. (laughs) Terrific. Well, all the
0: best to all of you, and thanks so much. Yep. Thank you. Thanks for listening to our In Her Boots podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Kiverest, with the Moses Rural Women's Project. This episode's audio engineer was Liam Kiverest of TechSocket.net. This podcast was made possible through support from North Central SARE, Sustainable Agriculture Research and Education part of a nationwide education program to advance sustainable innovation to American agriculture. The podcast was brought to you by the Midwest Organic and Sustainable Education Service, MOSES. The mission of MOSES is to educate, inspire, and empower farmers to thrive in a sustainable organic system of agriculture. For more information on MOSES, the Rural Women's Project, and a bounty of organic resources, check out mosesorganic.org. See you next time!